this recording because this is gold you're getting like this is this is, <laughs> this is good awful. stuff <laughs> this is awful this is i'm grabbing so another ready. glass of wine i'll be right we've back. been here for 20 minutes trying to do an intro and oh my god one of us left already the the other one has a face palm sorry boys and girls i know you probably didn't hear the beginning this is Turin giants podcast as you can see we've we've taken a big old break and we need a we need to get our get our s together episode number 174 thank you so much for checking back in with your favorite juventus podcast uh we're so happy to be back it was a fun summer uh i believe me i know you have your share of juventus related podcasts and we're we're so grateful you chose us your favorite crazy crew um yeah it's, the, the beginning was a little shaky but let me just introduce the crew if you're if you're new um i got our boston representative matt c Cocoluto. What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, got... It's been a good summer. Yes, and it continues to be. We've got Uncle Gio with us, the 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 grumpy and the and the and the old man of the crew, but we love him even more just for that. What's up, buddy? What's up, Giovanni? How are you? I'm doing okay, man. How's it going? I'm doing all right. And I came up with a cool, cool nickname for Sam. Sam the Hammer Adamo. Representing Montreal. How are you, my Canadian brother? Unmute yourself and speak. What's good, boys? What's good? Andiamo, man. I'm 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 happy to be back. This is uh this is long overdue. It's been uh, a couple of months off now and uh it was a great yes. summer. It was a great freaking summer. The good vibes have been flowing, the 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 drinks have been flowing. I still got I've still got an Italy flag draped outside my bedroom window, facing the world, facing uh, facing the street. Very nice. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, it, we'll talk. It's been we'll talk belle, all about belle it. Italiana. We'll talk all about that. Let me just do a little intro. If you're new to the podcast, this is basically what we do. We do not take each other seriously or ourselves. Or this, I mean, we take the podcast seriously, um, despite of what you might have heard it already. But this is a podcast where um, where we, we we have fun. We talk about U of A. Um, I've listened, I've, I've wanted to say that the whole summer since we've been off, I kind of listened to a couple of Juve podcasts. Um, Sam's, uh, cultural, po cultural podcast is not in, in that group, but there's a bunch of Juve podcasts that came out and, and I appreciate people doing their own thing, but I feel like, I feel like our crew is the fun crew. Uh, we don't always just talk about Juve from the end to beginning where we will have parts of, you know, just, just conversation about stuff that's non-related to U.S. So if you're here for a little entertainment, a little hour of just having fun with your friends, welcome back or welcome if you're a new time, if you're a new listener. Um, on today's podcast, we will, of course, discuss the, the triumph of Italy at the Euro 2020, which was, which was very unexpected, very fun, um, a little, little nice surprise. And I'm going to ask one of you guys, or all of you guys, who predicted Italy actually winning. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the transfers, all the mess that's going on. Um, Giovanni will, will, will fill us in on the whole transfer saga and why we can't afford more players and why people are upset because there's a pandemic going on. We'll, we'll touch on that. Uh, what else, boys? I know Matt kind of laid out the, the outline in the email 
which I don't have right now, which I didn't prepare. <laughs> so, you uh, know, we'll, I, I think first we need to we need to talk about you know all the places that they can follow us, right? Don't we need? Yes, to? yes, good. That. So, so just, Twitter, just, just, yeah. Please follow us on Twitter at UVet Podcast, and if you wanna, if you wanna buy yourself a little merchandise, go at Turin Giants on both Twitter and Instagram. I actually love doing Instagram because because I'm getting like followers who are re- like repeated commenters and we have conversations. So, so if you want to join and, and chat a little bit about Juve on Instagram, please do that. If not do it on Twitter. Um, Sam, let's, uh, let's uh, plug your podcast before we get started. What, what do you got? What, what are you working on? Oh yeah. Rock and roll, man. Um, I'm, uh, I'm the host of, uh, of the cultural podcast. You can follow us on, uh, you can follow me on all platforms at cultural podcast, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun things planned all throughout the year. I, uh, I go, I'm, I'm going solo uh, for the first time, uh, this whole year. I've been, I've been solo for a few months now, but it's, uh, it's been great. It's going to be a fun year of covering uh, the city. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a weird guy. I, I have a lot of weird ideas and I like to kind of expand on them. And uh, I plan on doing that throughout the year. And Calcio is kind of my excuse to, uh, it's kind of the angle I take. Um, it's kind of an excuse to, to talk and, and have a podcast, but I don't only keep it to, uh, to Italian football. But that's, that's the main focus. Uh, try to talk about the, 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 whole, the whole Serie A, the, the whole league, not just Juve, and get fun guests on. You guys have all been on the pod before, I believe. So, uh, yeah. Has, has Matt been on yet, actually? Or no. Matt's the last, Matt's the last on oh, no. the fall. Nah. He'll be, he'll be, he'll, he'll be, he'll, he will be, he will, he will be on. He will be on. He will be on soon. It's a, yeah, it's a no, fun I, podcast I love, to do uh, because Sam, I, I love how, like he mentioned, he's, it's kind of crazy, and um, it's it's fun to do a little, a uh, little something other than just talking about Juve. And you know, like I said, I've I've listened to the podcast, and I don't know me personally, I want more than just Juve talk. And we we certainly ninety percent of the podcast will be dedicated to Juve, but we'll also have you know games, con- uh, you know uh, uh, contests and, and giveaways and a lot of plans. Uh, a lot of plans for this year and we thank you guys for joining us hope you have fun we will also discuss the uh, um the predictions we'll give our predictions for the next season coming up which i can't wait for by the way i cannot wait for this season um and um yeah well we'll kind of touch on who you think will finish in the top five or top three if you have time to to discuss Serie A in the hole um did i say in the hole or in hole you say that in the, in the hole, baby. Fire in the hole. Get in the hole. You know what I want to hear before we get into it? I want to hear about Gio's adventure at Lola. Uh, by the way, before we get into that, can I just say, uh, I don't know. I barely know anything about Lollapalooza. I... I I saw some pictures of, of some of the some of the performers the other day and it looked kind of cool, but I couldn't help but think that it sounds like an it sounds like the name of a I don't know, it sounds like the name of a festival put together by uh like middle aged people, man. I don't know. It just it, it feels it feels really it feels really old. The Lola Lola Palooza. Well, it is uh, old, bro. It's, it's it, it started in ninety one, man. But, so, that's uh, an old I mean, festival. That's but you, really you were saying it, but you were saying it's a young man's game. You were saying you felt out of your, oh, depth yeah, of your age. I actually had to dig back into my iPhone. Well, actually, I didn't even have it in my iPhones because it was so long ago before iPhones were even around that I think that was the first time I went. I think it was like 05. Uh, by the, the way, before 
before we start, uh, I know Giovanni sounds a little weird right now, but we will have uh, we will have a microphone for him ready to go. One of the things I wanted to focus this year is is better better sound There's quality. Nothing I can have unless that microphone is Bluetooth. <laughs> we'll get that's not gonna work, bro. So I mean, Farhad, we've been over this. We've been over this. He has a mic. The issue is now the laptop is incompatible because he can't plug shit into it. It's, he can't it's totally plug fine. a it's USB fine. into it because no, but but you you painted a very nice picture before we started, right? The idea is that it's a security measure against someone sneaking into his office, hacking his computer with like like in like with a with a with a with a little with a little headlight, right? With a little headlight on plugging in a USB with the loading with the loading no, 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 bar and then Cruise, 99 Cruise, yeah, walks in right. basically yeah. <laughs> computer is protected from someone scaling down from the ceiling and putting in a USB drive and stealing all the vital information that you have on there which is clearly exactly. all the it's, state secrets so. all, exactly. all, the, all, all, the, all the Lollapalooza but anyways all your exactly. photos. no actually I did not take I mean I, I did but yeah. So how was Lola? How was Lola, bro? Before we um, to it, dude, man, it was d- different. Is the only word I'm gonna use. Um, just because, again, I started going back in '05. I think the last time I went was like 2016, maybe. And even then, I was like, I'm starting to get a little bit like young. But maybe it's me getting old. Um, but this time, holy shit, man! It's like every high schooler had a yeah. four day like, you know, bracelet. Those things are not are not cheap. So yeah, well, um, yeah, I, they're all there. Um, just they're drunk, doing drugs. Just, you know, you do you, man. Just yeah, just don't I love, get yourself I love, killed. Don't kill anyone. I love music festivals. I'm actually going to Coachella next year. Um, nice. Yeah, it's so. fun, man. Like it's fun if it's exam. Uh, for example, like all like adults like us. But then it's like. I don't know, man. It was just, it was just different. It was weird. Um, I might, uh, you know, I'll go back again, maybe one or two days, but definitely not, not four days. I'm also like, that was, that was a lot. I'm, I'm still feeling it, man. Cause we partied yeah. hard, really hard. <laughs> well, that's, you, you, that's, you are, you are Giovanni after all. It is a pretty hungry. It is a pretty six month break after Giovanni. Yeah, man. I look, man, I, I don't often hit the paint, but when I do, it's hard, Giovanni, bro. Giovanni goes hard, man. Giovanni doesn't mess around. It's my boy. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, should we talk about the 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 Italy win? What you guys predicted, how you celebrated. Let's let's spend five minutes. We can't we can't go first episode back and not mention. By the way, this is so we started I started this podcast in 2013. So whatever, just count how many seasons it's been. So this is our season back. I think this was the first time we took a break for the whole summer. And like I said, I think it's it's a, it's the right thing we did, uh, just because we need a break, man. And then we're 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 back. The season is going to be amazing. We will have uh, many podcasts for y'all, and we'll have a YouTube channel also. Uh, mostly in the beginning for lives, like live, like I, I love talking to the listeners or whatever. So it'll be fun to, to connect with you guys. We will set that up for you for sure. Um, all right, boys, share your experiences, your, 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 your Italian summer. Talk to us about it. Man, first. Where, 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 uh, where do I start? 
Yeah, uh, look, while, while while the pod took a break, while we while we took a break, I was I was grinding out pods after every game. Um, I never really take breaks for the summer. Like I'll, I'll kind of go a little a little infrequent, I guess, and a little bit more random. But I never really ever stop doing the pod. So, um, yeah, quick quick side plug, I guess. If we ever go on hiatus again, keep listening into a to to the cultural pod. But no, like like I had a lot. Of, listen, I had a lot of fun talking about it. Um, but one of the things I noticed, man, was like, like the, the, the same, the same themes kept coming up, like just the, the unity of the group, the fact that a lot of guys were playing out of their skin, who you felt like, who you felt like may have been surprising to a certain degree. But then by the same token, I think another theme that kept coming up was, it wasn't really that shocking if you look at the side we had going into the tournament. And it's crazy to think like being where we were a couple of years ago as a nation, you know, and, and, and coming to the point that we're at now, but th- this is, there's been a very deliberate, there, there's been very, there have been very deliberate steps taken toward becoming competitive again. I think, I think Roberto Mancini, again, it's become cliche, but like maximizing the, 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 the asset of the group, right? The asset that is the group, the collective and, and, and the unity within the side that was, that was very clear. And man, I think we really benefited from the tournament being deferred a year. I don't know that we would have won it a year ago. You know, we would have been competitive for sure, but it felt, it felt going into the tournament. It felt like there was a real chance we could go on to do it. So if I had, you were asking who, who predicted it. I don't know if anyone predicted it hundred percent certainty, but I certainly, I mean, I, I think, in the pod on the pod we did with Colo 174 last pod we did two months ago. I think we all agreed that there was a really good chance that we would come out and, and, and do it. I don't think anyone would, I don't think anyone would have gone on to say that we were favorites, but I thought there was a very good chance that we would win it. And, and, and Hey, Matt Cocoluto credit to him, put a, put a nice, put a nice yeah, wager on it. And you know, Matt, Matt little, believed little so. $50 bet turning to 600. I'm, I'm happy mm. about that. Let's <laughs> go, baby. Did you buy something stupid with it? No, I paid for the weekend that I had because nice. so I went to I went to New York. Um, the shout out to like the Italian That's football right. TV guys because they posted that video of Bensonhurst, uh, Brooklyn after the Spain game, and I was texting my buddies who live in New York. I was like, "Yo, you guys should go down there for the for the final. Like that looks that looks legit." And then they're like, "Oh, you should come." And so I was like, All right, "Yeah, I should." And so I ended up having like a pretty a pretty pretty aggressive weekend in New York City, like. Went Korean barbecue. We did like a karaoke night where we got like one of those private rooms, and so yeah, that money all went towards my weekend in nice. New York. Hey City. man, you, you that, that's a wild fun. weekend karaoke. <laughs> fast money. Well, no, you've never been to like the like, the, too, like the Koreatown. You've been to like one of those Koreatown. Yeah, man, I've watched Black Rain. I know how it goes down, dude. Yeah, soju and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, Massive it's hangover. it's nice to know. It's nice to know that there's Korean barbecue in other major North American cities. I thought that was just a thing in Montreal. <laughs> Korean barbecue. No, no, I'm joking. No, no, no. But Korean barbecue is very much a thing here too, man. Korean barbecue is absolutely is is is, is unreal. Korean. You gotta go to LA is, and do the Korean barbecue there. That, yeah, that, oh, yeah, man. That's what's. Uh, but no, but like, it's probably next level I, in New York on the West Coast. I went West to New York because I was like, level. I want to be there for not that Boston didn't have because like the North End in Boston was popping after the game too, and so I was a little bummed I wasn't there for that. But being in Bensonhurst, and I actually I hugged one of the IFTV guys because I just like saw him. I was like, yo. Yeah, he was like so like 
yo, I don't know you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we start doing a YouTube show, people will start recognizing you. Boo. But uh, yeah. listen, man, you know, say what you will about the U.S., but we went we went hard this year. Every every city with major Italian population has had their own party going on. It was awesome, and Canada too. Obviously, Montreal is, is huge. Uh, Giovanni, man, it, believe it or not, we live in the same city with Giovanni in Chicago. We watched one game, which was the Austria game. That was fun. Uh, his crazy ass cousins came by. We're like the loudest in the bar. It was awesome. Uh, but then he decided to go to a punk ass place to watch the final. And I'm like, dude, I'm going with the loud ass Italians. And um, I don't want to go with the loud Italians. Yeah, Giovanni wants to sit there game and enjoy the game. So uh, like. We went to, it was raining, so otherwise we would have gone yeah. to the usual place, and that would have been fun, but it's an outdoor bar. Um, and so the only quick place that, for whatever fucking reason, randoms decide that they're gonna, they want to get interested in a football tournament just for the final. And so everywhere is always packed, which is yeah. really annoying. But, you know, I was able to find a spot, like, close by, and it was like a bar that some friends owned and it ended up being just just as good. It's fine. Awesome. I like the bar that Farhad went to, first of all, it's just trash. That's Even not trash. It was awesome. Fatport. Whatever, oh, oh, man. Place. It was awesome. It was really fun. Like the whole second floor was just Italians and you know, everybody was partying and you know, beers and it was, it was a proper, proper celebration. Hey, to each their own, man. I got you. You you like a little quiet, and you you like to analyze the game. Um, yeah, um, but you know, as far as as far as the, you know, not not being favorites and winning is probably my favorite way to win. I absolutely loved how it was more or less unexpected, um, and even going down in what third third minute of the final, you just you just man, maybe the run is over, but then Bonucci. Oh, that bastard. A lot of people, a lot of Juve fans forgave him for everything. They, that was his pass. I loved seeing I loved seeing fans of other clubs, uh, other Ita- other Italian fans of other clubs, just loving Leonardo Bonucci for all the reasons that they normally hate him and all the reasons that we loved him over the years, despite all the shit he's put us through. I'm so happy that he had the great final that he did, a great tournament that he did. Then Chiellini fucking with that, with that, with that pullback on Saka, which is an all time still uh, still image. By the way, check out check out the uh, check out the t shirt. Check out check out the t shirt on TurinGiants.com. Yeah, Quick plug. Well, it's not. It's not. Uh, that's, there an under, yet. that's an iconic. Thank you. So, so what's that? It's not on yet. I thought it was. I I did a test run, and let me tell you, like that shirt with the image of. First of all, it's a screenshot, so like it that makes it kind of special because there's no there's no other angle where you can see just them two. The professional photos were taken from the field, and the referees, oh, the linesman was always in there. So I said, you know what? Let me take a screenshot. People are gonna know it's made as a joke, and. They don't really need the professional photo. Plus, I can get in trouble for it. Uh, so I, I did a test run of like five five shirts. They do. I it was sold out in five minutes. So I will definitely um, definitely pronounce some more. You guys can purchase the the iconic moment. That moment was hands down my favorite of the tournament. When that happened, I and and he got a yellow. By the way, can we go quickly? Ten seconds. Red card or no? Go. No. no. Never. Strategic. Strategic. It was so far away from the goal. Like, it's not a clear chance. You could trip on your laces. 
You, the fucking ball. Another, another, another person like, can like, run yeah. can run and intercept him. Like it's he's so far away. It's yeah. It, it's that's the genius that, of the call. That's exactly. The, uh, yes. you know, that's it's, it's the, the genius. He, he made the doing. call. He's, he made the call. I'm gonna pull his shirt. That's it. I accept it. We're in like the 117th <laughs> minute. Doesn't matter. It's brilliant. So, it's perfectly executed. I, yeah. It's pure. Co- I watched that game with my cousin, and like we we know football and whatnot, and then. When that happened, I was like, <laughs> I was just laughing because I knew exactly what he did. Kellini, yeah. exactly. He got he burned, did. and he like my burned. cousin's like, "Oh, Kellini, the little bastard." I was like, "He I knows. Know. He knew. He knew exactly what to do." The rest of the bar was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. red card!" Yeah, Shut they up. don't know me. I, I absolutely love. And it's so funny. Like my wife is a huge fan of Kellini and Bonucci, both of them. So she. She celebrated like just like she was so happy because those guys finally got recognition for their hard work. And it was just so wholesome to see them holding the cup together and celebrating I those know. two. Those two completely deserve it. And I really hope some some club silverware is in their future as well. Um, yeah. Amazing. Amazing fun. You know, we won't, course, obviously. Allegri is back. Yeah, let's talk Allegri, baby. But boys, Allegri, you know, you will not find a real quick. Boys, 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 boys. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry. We need to talk about. We need to talk about Federico Chiesa and the fucking tournament he had. Quick nod. I mean, he the guy's gonna be. The guy's gonna be. I know a year ago, a year ago, I think we were all happy he signed for us. But I think like like me, a few of you guys, a few of I'm sure more than a few of the listeners might have been a little bit unsure as to whether or not it would pan out. You know, I don't know if you guys all had PTSD about the Bernadeschi deal like I did, but this guy's going to be a fucking stud for us, man. Yeah. He's going to be unreal. Yeah. The- I mean, he, he really, he really stood out. I, I, I can't wait to see what Max Allegri is going to do oh, with him. I can't oh, wait baby. to see how my, that, my like, favorite thing you mentioned Allegri. He's a guy who I'm very sorry. You mentioned Allegri. He's a guy I'm really looking forward to seeing under Allegri. Sorry. Yeah, go. Well, it's just go on. watch as so I watched a few games with non football fans, people who've never, who don't, who take like a passing interest, but don't actually follow the day to day. And like, I watched the Austria game with one of my friends who's, who's not really big. And he, he knows the sport. He just, just doesn't watch it regularly. And the whole game, I was like, we need, I need to put in Kiesa. Like we need to put in Kiesa. Like he's the difference maker. But what does he do? It but became clear at one point, it became clear at one point that the game was calling for him. And, and then yeah, of course he scores. Was. And my buddy, my buddy's just like, man, this Kiesa kid, I huh? like, he's, he's good. And then, like, throughout the tournament, it was just more and more people like that, where they were just like, this Chiesa kid, like, he's legit. And then by the end, people were like, yo, Chiesa's awesome. Like, I love watching. It was just so awesome to see this player that you may have signed and you may, you may have. And everyone's like, yo, he's so good. I'm like, yes, he is. But let's, Coco, let's, also, Coco. Let's, let's also not gloss over. Sorry, buddy. Let's not gloss over his amazing season. You know, if you if you put up his stats of more more important goals and assists the guy hands down was the mvp of the season obviously he wouldn't get it over ronaldo i don't know why but but Kiesa's season at juve was was kind of the precursor to his awesome year where he put the world on notice baby by the way speaking of Kiesa and turin giants i will have um some merchandise by a you know uh, we'll, we'll feature we'll feature something because the boy is just magic um sorry go, Sam, go, go ahead. Ver- verbal verbal meme verbal meme of uh <laughs> of cabi cabi lame the uh the the the, Ita- the italian guy, the black italian guy from uh turin on tiktok yeah <laughs> spreading out spreading out his hands saying you see told you guys to put Chiesa in. put Chiesa in Chiesa comes in scores verbal meme of cabi with the hands that that tweet did numbers for me like for me like yeah. i guess i don't get a ton of that but that was Let's, like that was like a couple hundred like retweets or something i was like damn 
Yeah, people was, really yeah, respond la- to that. To that tweet. last I saw, last I saw that was like, uh, like sixty retweets or something, which for Matt is a lot. By the way, do you guys? That's uh, a lot. Let's 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 do our handles. Yeah, um, you uh, our our podcast, Dream Giants podcast. You can follow at Juve Podcast. I already mentioned that. Um, uh, I think I think Sam does the best best work with with the Twitter handles. Can you can you help me out here, buddy? Yeah, we, we, you, you got uh, you got Giovanni, who's at Joe Turin Giants, G I O Turin Giants, and uh, Matt Coco with two C's, M A T T C O C C O, baby, at oh. Turin Giants for the merch, at Juve Podcast on Twitter, for the podcast, at Turin Giants on Instagram for everything, baby. Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll, guys. Uh, what, what do we think about Allegri uh, coming back now? What's what, what's the move? I mean, Inter are kind of in, in shambles now. Conte saw it coming. It looks like Lukaku's being sold. It is for a lot of money. I saw that. I saw that somewhere. You you really think he saw that coming and was like, "Peace out." I do. I do. Yeah. I mean, it's clear. I mean, he had conversations with ownership, and it was clear that they intended to sell. I don't know if the Lukaku deal was a case of it being, you know, an offer, an, an offer, uh, an offer he couldn't refuse type of thing. You know, Steven Zhang. But I do, I do wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that foreign expenditure. I think, I think foreign spending is is being cut back for Chinese businesses now, and technically, like Inter are owned by Suning, the Zhang Group, uh, the Zhang Group's main business, or, or the Zhang family's main business. So I, I don't know how much of it has to do with like business uh, business requirements or the fact that um, again. Just Chelsea came in hot and said, which is, by the way, hilarious. They're buying this guy back who they sold years ago. But I don't know how much of it has to do with maybe the fact that Chelsea came in hot and Inter couldn't refuse it, or if they just were always going to sell Lukaku. But it's 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 it is surprising. So as of today, Friday, August sixth, like we've heard the talk about Chelsea, but nothing is for sure yet, right? Correct, but it looks almost confirmed based on what a lot of reports have. They'll be stupid to refuse it, right? I mean, that money is just way too. Just they can't delicious. refuse it. It's not even whether they want to. It's they can't. There's so, a. So what's I mean, the low, What's into, the highest? What's the lowest they would they would refuse? In your opinion, well, the most they would sorry. refuse. You mean the, you mean the most? Well, they would yeah. Refuse? What's the, yeah? Rephrase that question. So what's what's what what would be their cutoff? Would it be like no, that's that's too cheap for him. I mean, right now they are, they offered a hundred million cash plus Marcus alone, so, so that's obviously too cheap. Good lord! I think it, was it. it sounds like one twenty is is the price that they're looking for, right? Is that or is that not? Yeah, true? between one twenty one thirty, I think you you get to one twenty, it gets done. I think they want one thirty, but ten million more, ten million less. It, it it feels to me like EPL is in a whole nother world as far as financials because you see, you see it's TV around. deals. It's and PSG. it's the fact that the stadiums are open. Yeah, yeah. It's PSG and EPL, and the rest of the world just living yeah. in a different well, financial state. But hold on a minute, though, because the EPL is not everybody in the EPL, though, right? They've got these massive TV contracts. They also have like the entire footballing culture where they go to the stadiums all the time. They buy all the act like like official merchandise, so you have that. But they're still they're still getting impacted, and the, the only clubs that have, that are making massive signings, right, are the ones with like either U.S. or independent like ownership backing. Abramovich, 
uh, I don't know, the folks at City, you know, Liverpool, I mean, have they spent anything? No, not much, you know. They let Wijnaldum so, go. You know, they could yeah, so, somebody from Salzburg or uh, yeah, like and then you have PSG, which is you know, it's pretty much just a pet project of like the ruling family in Qatar. So, like, it's it's just an anomaly, and it, you know, it, it's it's just going to ultimately create some dissonance between as you said, these clubs, and then the rest of the continental clubs. Because Real Madrid is not going to die out. Barcelona is not going to die out. Juve is not going to die out. And you're going to still have this problem that, you know, these clubs are becoming too big for the ambitions of, of their national federations because they're obviously not been able to maximize to the full potential that these clubs want. To me, it's baffling. Baffling that Italy and the Italian league are still in such like archaic states and they can't squeeze more money out of TV deals. I just don't understand. So don't understand how stadiums can be done. So you can offer like a proper product to people to go watch games, even international fans. I bet you it'll be easier for me to go to England and watch a game than it is to go to Italy and watch a game. Come on guys. And then people are complaining Give me a fucking break. Yeah, so so since we're on the top, by the way, let's watch the cursing. I think it's two per person is the new rule in the where we discussed. Two curses per person. And then I think Gio, Gio's already hit that. Yeah, uh, I mean I mean is it wait, two sorry. a person now? Let's do two oh, curses. Okay, I'll take my one right now. I will I I, I forgot to introduce the fifth member See, of the I'm family. so sneaky with it. Half the time we don't even know what you're talking about. You're talking so fast, so you can you can sneak in a couple words in there. But but yeah, that's I mean, the thing. I, I'm sneak. I'm sneaky enough that I can get them in, and you don't even know I've I've sworn. Yeah, exactly. It's so seamless. But, so honestly, which is, I, which isn't a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, what I wanted to do with with the new season of the of the Turin Giants podcast is we'll have a little more conversation, and you know, some word, bad words will slip out. I know I've heard I've heard complaints from people who listen with kids in their car, and you know. We'll put the explicit tag on the podcast, but you know, it, essentially, this will be oh, totally. a little, a little more because I've checked the numbers and people over twenty five mostly listen to us, and I feel like we can we can say bad words and people won't get offended. So, so let's yeah, let's, just fair warning, slap the explicit sign like a rap album, and we're good to go. Hey, who yeah, knows? But you also, it also cheapens the conversation a little bit to me. What? Not not saying bad words. They're saying bad words. It's just, it's. I listen. I curse like a sailor. So I'm, this is not coming from. This is coming from someone who struggles with, with you, with not using words like that. Just, you know. I don't want. To. I don't. I agree. I don't. I don't enjoy. I don't like it. But like, if if any of you guys, I'm not going to say. You know, don't say that. We're all grown people here. I forgot to introduce the fifth member of our, of our crew is Alessandro Belpiero. You know, he'll chime in and every every once in a while. But you way, always forget. Introduce him, forget. and you always and you always and introduce him exactly like that by dinging him, and and it's like halfway through the pod, and 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 you always sound surprised that you forgot to introduce him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, well, we this... stop introducing him altogether. We just he's he's a perennial member of the of the setup. He's not a he's pod a, member. He's a he's a he's a popular popular member. Believe it or not, he's got his own Instagram page with a million million followers. But um, besides the, the point, this is this is a bell for Italian national team. 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, did you guys want to mention, we, we talked about financials and stuff like that. Giovanni, for, for people who are tuning in, maybe, maybe younger generation, maybe people who don't, I know you don't, don't, don't make that face. I know you can, I know you can rant about it. Um, you mentioned the financials, like give us a picture of how difficult it really is right now in the world of COVID to do any sort of deals. And like I said, we're not talking about EPL where city can afford a hundred million pounds for for jack Grealish, who's who's worth to me 50 tops like that's an insane price to pay for him but i feel like i feel like these record signings is another way to flex on another club i'm sure they can negotiate them down but i feel like some of the richer clubs they do want to be known for those expensive transfers is it just me uh let's touch on that and also on how bad the situation is with juve right now particularly He's a moderator. We got to get in Locatelli if we're going to kind of touch on that as well, Joe. Uh, look, I mean, in, in a nutshell, the, most clubs operate, you know, with just borrowed funds, right? You don't, you, you make money and whatnot, but because of <clears throat> wages, taxes, um, capital investments, and a bunch of other things, you know, you, you, you need that cash up front. So you make deals with banks. So it's like borrowing money, like paying with a credit card or whatever. And so if, you know, you're working and you have like your income coming in and that income stream has been reduced severely because for example, there's been a pandemic and you can't, people can't come watch your, uh, you know, your games or whatever that, that impacts like the entire budgeting, and so it means that you can't go buy players because you have to spend most of your money that didn't come in in repaying back your debts or taking care of your expenses. That's it in a nutshell. And it's, that's the case for a lot of uh, clubs, except a few clubs. I mean, here's the thing. Funny enough, it's like that for all clubs, but there are some clubs that just can't afford to pull money out of like independent sources and then cover things and then make, you know, make a market. So that's, do you, that's do, you, do you think, do you guys think, and you guys can take turns. Do you, do you think still Locatelli is still happening? Because that's, that's, I feel like that's the, why not? Hey, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I think it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a done deal now. And, and, you know, papers are just trying to sell, you know, hot takes right now. I, I think that there's there's a lot of like noise that goes on with these transfers, and people love to get. They, I, I get it because there's been transfers in the past where we just locked it down immediately. Like think about like McKinney last year, like right, like that just came and, and happened, right? And I was just like, oh, it's done. The with the Italian play with the Italian players especially, there's always there's always a little bit of pageantry, but also like remember Delict that took some time. Like the Delict no, signing was, was quick. Chiesa oh. was the one. Chiesa was the one that. They, they were talking about it, whispering about it. It had started the year before, then Comiso arrived, and Comiso couldn't sell him because he had just arrived, and then, you know, all that stuff. And then he arrived the last game of the season. Sorry, the last, yeah, the last day of transfer, which was like two games after he even scored. He played against Inter. So he arrived literally at the last day. And that's probably what, in my opinion, will happen with Locatelli. Because the player wants to go, like this was his year, like let let him go. Like he's he started at Milan, he took two steps back, now he's taken two steps forward. 
he has the opportunity to play for the team he roots for. Sassuolo, even even to avoid like a headache of a disgruntled player and then, you know, a, like having like a reputation of not being a good collaborative partner to do business with, they'll let him go. The big thing that's, I think, creating issues is the formula that Juventus wants because they have to shell out massive amount of cash next summer for Kiza because Kiza is technically still on loan. Mm-hmm. So they're formulating it in such a way so that whatever they have to pay in bulk for Locatelli is in 2023. Yes, 2023. And to deferral. Yeah, it's like a deferral. Because also a think payment. about it, like next summer, Ronaldo is leaving. We're not, I, I don't see it in the card us renewing him. And you have a big void of 40, 40 to 45 goals in a season that you have to close up with talent that's um, potentially on par. That's not going to be cheap, whoever you go get. And so you're going to need to have some cash to use next summer. So you can't be paying for Locatelli and Kiz and this future Ronaldo replacement all in 2022. You, you, like Juventus is not gonna Juventus's finances are not gonna be good till 2024 at the earliest, but likely 2025. Gotcha. Personal opinion. All right. Yeah, that, that obviously depends on whether or not Cristiano resigns. I mean, yeah. listen, th- th- exactly. we're not out of the we're not at. I don't listen. I it would surprise me, but there were rumors that I mean we can't afford both Messi and now Ronaldo. there are rumors. If he takes, it, look, if he takes a severe salary <laughs> reduction. <laughs> He resigned, but but he's not. Get, yeah, but but but, but no, but, but, but so, so what? So what? We're gonna we're gonna restructure his contract so that he gets a he he ex, he extends at half the price, and we get Messi to come at half the price. Is that, is that, <laughs> no, is that no, 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 no. Forget Messi. That, is that what Farhad is implying? No, Messi's coming. Sonia de Juve. Listen, I said, I said, I saying, I said this privately to you guys yesterday. If I'm running the club, I'm I'm scrapping the playbook. I'm saying the hell with FFP. Do I get my swear? I'm saying fuck FFP. I'm saying fuck FFP. All right. Okay. A terra. Okay. Fucking. Ce lo buttiamo fuori. Like that, that whole idea. Forget FFP. Forget about financial sustainability. Forget about future payments of, of just, 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 just completely, completely disregard all rules. And and embezzle funds from the Agnelli private private banking private account. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah. Yeah. go back. Sell our souls. Go back down to City B. Have Chrysler pay Messi's contract. I don't care. Have the two of them at the, yeah. at the same time. I mean, can you imagine? Like we would be doing the world a service just by putting on the show. I mean, and first, and it would be entertaining for everyone else who would get to see us be the first and only club to have both Messi and Ronaldo and not win a Champions League. So perfect. <laughs> yeah, win-win for everyone. There, there will that. literally, there will literally be like a hundred percent of the world will be fan you UV fans because you know it feels like everyone likes either bloods, them, so. bloods and Crips, bloods and Crips. Yeah, we'll, but at the same time, it would just be bickering about if when oh you when UV eventually loses the Champions League game, it just be bickering on whose fault it is. The whole world would be against Juve, though, man. Every in every yeah, in any just, in any given big Champions League game, who wants to pull for Messi and Ronaldo? Who wants to pull well, for I'm, I'm, the two best players in the world, arguably ever? 
I'm I'm actually glad you you mentioned Messi because it it that news kind of kind of took over the world. It doesn't matter if it's a Juve podcast or someone else. You have to talk about it. It's it's pretty shocking. But first of all, PSG is the ones who can afford him. And my theory is, if if your career, I mean, take take Zidane for example. You know, famously his wife didn't want to live in Turin. Turin, and um, I feel like. Paris is such a place to finish your career, especially right now with the with the with the deals that they're making and the shirts that they're pulling. I feel like it's a no brainer, like to take your family to Paris for the next three four years and live a glamorous life. You know, work on your Instagram following, make money off of that. But I'm serious. I mean, right now the image is such an important part of any player's development in life. I feel like that's, a, you know, as opposed to going to Manchester, if you had a choice between Manchester, no disrespect to Manchester, but Paris and life and nightlife there and, you know, playing in the Champions League with PSG. Man, it's a shame. It's a beautiful. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you're Messi, if you're any sort of, you know, superstar that definitely play at the end of your career too, like where do you want to live? Like where do you want to yeah. be? And Do you want to spend a year or two years hamming it up in the French restaurants and getting yourself a, a, an endorsement deal with, with Givenchy or something? Like, probably. You know, like, that would sound lovely. It's not like so, living in Italy is, uh, you know, a step down, right? No. That's, that's the thing. I just don't think there's a club in Italy that could afford him. Listen, if anyone could, if anyone, if he could sign for anyone that wasn't Juve in the world, I don't give a shit that it would make them more competitive. There's my second square. You could ding if you want. I just realized I did it. And if I hadn't pointed it out, you guys might have not even it's noticed. Like, you've been, you're like six <laughs> now, by the way. Not like, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's my second. Like, oh, it's it's like Listen, people, people can make people speed all the time and they don't get tickets. All right, you, you, you got to get dinged. If I get a, if I get pulled over, then it's an official. Then it's an official <laughs> square. We, we, no, we but, call that cops didn't see it. I didn't do it. Exactly. I think if, listen, if he could sign anywhere in terms, I mean, in terms of narrative, it would be really romantic if he could sign for Napoli. That would be awesome. After my died last Lord. year, I'd love about? to see, I'd love, I'd love to see it. I, I would I'd rather see him at Juve. I'd rather see him at Juve, but you know, I, I don't know. It's going to be, it's crazy to think that he's going to leave Barca because at the end of the day, as much, as much as there was always talk of him eventually maybe leaving one day, it always felt like they would kind of come back to base and it feels like they actually genuinely wanted to do that. But because of the really crazy new infrastructure of finance, of, of financial requirements and, and, and due diligence that um, the Spanish Federation is doing that La Liga is doing, I think some deals get beatered, and I think that's what happened in this case. Basically, them offloading Messi allows them to keep every one of their other freaking players on the team. It's so crazy and because so, people, so, people, sorry, people. No, I was just gonna say it's a crazy idea that he leaves, uh, that he's leaving at all. This is crazy. It's a crazy prospect. You know, our fans, I don't know where the hell else he might line up, but you know, he obviously fan, clearly oh still wants God. to compete. That's our fan, I feel like our fans and fans of you know newer. Newer Juve fans with CR in their in their Twitter handles, they expect us to do these crazy deals. But this is this is an example of why Juve does things on the cheap, on loans, and carefully kind of structuring their their finances. Because the the you know the bubble at Barca has burst, and they're in trouble. You know they're talking about they're talking about not even finishing top five next year. And you saw that first of all. Don't cry if if Messi leaves Barca. These videos of dudes crying is just pathetic. They're they're so cringe. <laughs> they they have their jerseys over their eyes and they go to Camp Nou and they're on their knees crying. Like, listen, it's just it's just yeah. He's not it's like, dead. He just, yeah, right. <laughs> he just he just left. 
It's, it's oh, another Larry Croft. He had to leave eventually, right? And I know it was going to be yeah, emotional. Exactly. It's going to be emotional. Like I, I think I teared up when Del Piero retired. Like that was a sad. Of day course, you can tear up. I'm not saying, but but like but, to go out, to be like a grown man outside of like a stadium with like on your knees, you know, on your knees, yeah. like isn't it nuts? Isn't it nuts? isn't it nuts though that we how, how like the level to which we romanticize some of these guys? At least when Maradona died, he was dead, right? As you said, you know, yeah, he, he died. Like you can mourn, you mourn somebody. That's a you know, there's a there's a loss there, right? You. Feel exactly. empty. I get it. You the literally no longer among us. There's a, the, the, that sense of subconscious comfort that you took for granted, knowing he was out there, you know, somewhere in the somewhere, living and breathing on this earth. Uh, I, I get that. Okay, that that blank he was taken away from you. But the fact, I mean, the fact that he left your club. I mean, it's, again, people romanticize players so much, especially Messi. But dude, you, you understand you, you, why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, it's freaking. It's freaking Leo Messi, man. There was Dude, a. Uh, there, there, I would you. I don't give it. Like I've seen, the Pierre retire. Zidane get sold. You know all this stuff. Like you will never catch me, but crying like one of these, like salamis that are like just there. Like, like he's again not dead. Like yeah. you know who no, I it's, cried it's for. It's pretty funny. You know who I cried for, guys. I cried very. I cried. I cried Halloween? after the Euro. I cried. After I was just Halloween. gonna say. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I knew. I knew he'd always come back. I knew. He's, I knew he'd always come back to the nest, and he did. What's, what's his? What's but, his uh, role? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, it's fine. We got to talk you about. Tell him. us. Let's uh, let's 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 keep the crying moment uh, under a little suspense. Tell me what's. Tell us what's Padouin. I know I should know this as a host of the Juve podcast, but I honestly. He's part of the technical technical staff at Juve. He's Padua. the talisman. He's the go. one. He's the guy that's gonna make us win <laughs> the Mano. Champions League. He's the. You know what? You know what? He he could be like he he could be the the Gianluca Vialli of of this side, kind of like the role that Gianluca Vialli played for Yazzurri. <laughs> you know, just giving one of his speeches. That comment. <laughs> read, reading poetry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like 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 Vialli was. Listen, you fire me up, right? Younger younger players, particularly like I don't know, Chiesa, Locatelli, if and when he signs, who grew who grew up in Italy and, and and watching him a little bit, kind of you know, following following pages like Liauto Gol, definitely definitely will, will, would would get fired up by him reading poetry. I don't know, honestly, Farhad, I, I don't know if it's a coaching role in, or, or something. No, it's a coaching That's role. Better, yeah, I think he's just a technical assistant. Right, he's just. Look, I think when Allegri had him, he had said, oh, you know, one of the smartest players I have, right, and one that will be a very good coach is Halloween. I like it. 25 years ago, Giovanni Galeone, Allegri's mentor, had Allegri on his staff at Pescara and was like, this dude is going to be a good coach. And he gave him his first, like, initial job after, you know, his uh, playing career retired. So, you know, just let's see. And, you know, he's got, he has this, like, social media, like, type legend personality that has been built up. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Maybe this year is, like, the, the year that, like, Italy wins the European uh, championship. Italy... Has, has become all of a sudden the fastest nation in the world, and then Juve finally wins the Champions League. Allegri's right. back, 
So we'll 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 do the predictions. We'll do the predictions in Serie A, uh, and then in a couple of weeks when when things get rolling in Champions League, we'll do the predictions as well. Uh, all right, Sam. Sorry, buddy. Um, tell us what was your uh, crying moment? Oh right. Okay. Well, no, I was saying I, I I sobbed like a baby after after Donnarumma saved that penalty a month ago. Um, I actually wasn't celebrating all throughout the uh, the penalty shootout. I was kind, you know, I was, I, you know, I forget what the word is in English, but stop insulting Giovanni, help me out. Stop insultando, like I was exult. I don't know. I was yeah, celebrating. Yeah. In, internally, I was happy, but I was I don't know. I was stone faced. I was poker face. Kind of like. You know, By the hands, way, hands on my fists and sorry, kind of like in prayer. And then when we won, I I just sort of broke down and and, and yeah, wept. No, it's, but um, you, you, you know, that's not that's, that's not that uncommon. I I watched with Christian and he's Argentinian. If you guys know this podcast, you know you know Christian. He's a he's a huge Juve fan. And uh, um, I went to watch Argentina Netherlands with him in the I think it was a semifinal of the World Cup 2014. I mean, being a fan of that particular country and going through penalties it's it has to be awful um he broke down too like he was literally just sopping on the floor when i i was i was in a bar and i was i was on i was in a group of friends and i everyone was jumping around and i was just on i was weeping on the table i don't know there's a video and i think it got lost somewhere but like i i I don't know man so so i like that i get but crying for having said that okay crying for a player is not something that 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 I've ever really done except for one guy. This is what I was going to get to. It was a weird one, was, but, but not because of who it is, but because of the circumstances under which it may be emotional. It was Claudio Marquisio. Now look, when Buffon left for the first time, when I thought he was leaving for real, I was emotional. When Pirlo retired, I was very affected by it because he was the best player I'd seen. And I knew he'd be back as a coach. And I still believe he could be a good coach. And I, I, I knew he'd still be around the game, but just knowing he would stop playing was 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 tough but when Claudio Marquisio retired I wept when he left for Zenit I was very disappointed but when he retired after year after tearing his ACL again I just felt terrible I felt guilty I was like oh I like how, how I can't believe we did you like that I just I felt terrible I was like apologizing to the universe like I'm sorry man I can't believe we did it to you and I was just crying I don't know why that was so I get why people get emotional but I don't know man like I don't know. I feel like we're going to get some flack for the, for the people like, you know, what are you talking about? This is messy. This is like, he's everything. I'm like, yeah, listen, I get it. But at the same time, am I going to go down? Listen, going to go to the listen, stadium and like pray to God? No. Like, if, if you're, if, if you're, if you're, you know, in the private, in the privacy or one home or whatever you do, I, I feel like, you know, everyone has their own way of dealing with things, but like filming your, there's a lot of YouTube shows and stuff. Look, look at, look at me. Like uh, we're planning a YouTube show as well. But you won't catch me crying on it, you know. It's it's uh, yeah. I just feel they just think it's funny, you know, filming yourself crying. Yeah, you're gonna become a meme. And my worst, if you know this podcast, my worst, you know, my worst fear is becoming a meme. I don't want it to be. I, I don't want to go viral by any. Um, no publicity is bad publicity, I, man. What are you saying? Uh, yeah. No, there is bad publicity. That's. But I'm glad we touched on. I'm glad this is we're we're going we're firing on all cylinders. Sam just paged this page. This Sam, Sam just wrote to us that he has to leave soon. We will record a little after he leaves. Yeah, but, I got um, a hot yo. I got a hot yoga class. I'm sorry, no, very important please, business. I, dude, speak, uh, listen, I, I got stuff to do too, so I'm, I'm fine with you leaving. Spe- speaking so. of bad, speaking of bad publicity, uh, I, I know I know this was kind of a fleeting moment. I know 
you want to talk about some predictions for her, but man, can we just give a little nod to the admin of the women's account who decided to leave we up for to, 20 minutes? What, what were they thinking? Like, this, this is, it's incredible. This is amazing. It's, In the I, year I, 2021, to have this happen, is it's yeah. astonishing that it was up for 20 minutes. 20 yeah. minutes, nobody was like, Wow. <laughs> it doesn't offend me. It doesn't that, even. Aff- it doesn't like, offend me. It doesn't even offend well, me. I just. It amuses me. Hey, I'm gonna use so, my second so, F word. Like, like, what the fuck were they thinking? So, like, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, who for those like casual fans who are not on Twitter. So, yesterday, the women's Juve account they post a picture of. I don't even know the player. I'm sorry. Cecilia Salvai. Thank you, thank you, sir. So she has a cone which is which is one of those flat orange cones that looks like a vietnamese hat speed cone yeah so it's not it's not you know it's not the kkk looking one it's the it's the flat looking one um and you know the player has it on her head and she's doing the slanted slanted asian eyes yeah made her eyes asian eyes yes it's because it looks like the rice hats that they wear in asian cultures yes and it's just like and i look at the comments and i'm like like women's account tweeted it out with the with emojis and it was like what are you there's doing? only one there's only one thing there's only one thing to do you pull a donna ruma you say scusate hackeraggio del mio account uh nobody's hacking nobody's hacking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come on you guys you guys you guys you guys remember that you guys remember, remember that, that. Was the whole dollaruma saga four years ago i don't know uh, i think i think he tweeted out something saying he wanted to leave milan or something i don't know and he said i, he got I, I don't know fucking me no i don't know he said hackeraggio of my account. Hack, hacking of there's, my account. If, he, yeah, there's no look, Juventus said, I've cleaned it up. Let's be honest. By the time it's Sunday, it, it, it's, it, it, will, it will subside. It's when you look at overall what you, Juventus as a club, Juventus women as itself as a club and as a team have done and do um, in terms of fostering uh, like inclusivity and things of the sort, this was a poor, poor, poorly decided post from the administrators' end, and uh, just you know, just a very ignorant, um, but in the sense like doesn't know better from the player, right? Uh, they, kind of they, take because you can forgive the player is like 23 and one may be able, may forgive that as just being a, a stupid thing from a 23 year old but the professional behind the keyboard should should know better yeah Stop. i mean the, I, i've seen some italians comment on that and i honestly i obviously want to discuss all all parts of it it's it's hurtful, but they're also they're, they're you know the people from Italy are saying this Western I don't want to say cancel culture because it's just so stupid. But the look, Italians will complain that, about cancel culture because they they say they they joke on like the main cultural joke is to make fun of each other for your regional differences. Even but but the line is super thin between joke and and something funny said to to make fun of, right? You know what I mean? It's 
But there's also different, like they did it, not make, not trying to make fun of anyone. Do you, is, that, is that the sense I'm getting? It was stupid. It was, you are a corporation. Yeah, it was really, really. It's a thing now. Listen, you, you can't, listen, listen. But we, 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 under, we understand, and I know that there's, there's a, there's, there's some societal context behind this. And no, no, there's societal context behind this and there's nuance. So I understand why this is a thing that, that, that is looked down upon because of its history and how it was used. But like, stay with me. 20 years ago, it wasn't seen as something worth uh, being lynched for to use blackface. Uh, now it is right. And I like I understand fundamentally what you're what what people are trying to do like you know by darkening darkening their skin to look more like the you know someone with with darker hues in their skin I whatever like if you're trying to look like someone there's nothing fundamentally malicious about it although the issue of blackface is that you know it was used hundred you know hundred years ago in in in, in very in very in very offensive contexts I understand all that my 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 point is like it's just it's just. It's the, 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 there's a there's a line between doing something to make fun of someone or doing something that is just no longer deemed acceptable, and that's one of those things now that you that you just can't do anymore. You can't you can't you know, make let me, let me tell look you, man. like hey, anyone you, else. Yeah, I mean, but let's like put it along this way. along racial line, you just can't do it. It's just not socially acceptable anymore. It's become that way, and it's what it is. Well, 150 years ago, genital mutilation was fine. Now it's not, and I think it's for the best. People and cultures evolve. And we, as a society, have evolved to start to understand that, you know, a lot of narrative has been driven from a certain type of angle. Now that angle is broadened and it's more inclusive. And there are certain things that you, you that depending on the medium, you can't provide the context that is needed yeah. for that message not to be misconstrued. Yeah. We know yeah. that Twitter is the main tool of like misconstrued messages because somebody like some like a tweet or a message or something can be put out in again just and without malicious intent which i 100 believe is what was done by juventus women 100 but you are a global brand you're a global brand you can't do this and you should know better. And let me tell you, like, funny anecdote, Lollapalooza. In the four, in the three days that I was there, like, everybody, now people, like, now everybody's doing, uh, you know, soccer jerseys, fashion statements. I saw about a dozen Juventus jerseys. And that was the, that was the, the main represented club by far. Yeah. By far. Leaps and bounds. There were maybe three Real Madrid jerseys I saw, uh, one Barca jersey. I think it was five United ones, uh, you know, two Inter ones. What I, like, but it was like just about a dozen Juve ones because it's a global brand. So as a global brand, you, you got to cater to all of your customers. And all of the people that look up to you or that feel like a connection to you. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a, was a really Look, I don't game. want to drive on this too much. I just wanted like, there are, there, you know, things change over time and you evolve, like Giovanni said, and like to his point, 
you know, there, there are differences between, there are nuances between cultures, right? Like not what, what flies in the United States doesn't fly always in another country. And yes, we have to respect that lens. But at the same time, you got to at least have the mindset of, is this offensive in, in some way? Like what, how can somebody, or maybe say, is it offensive? How are people going to take that? If you don't have that, at least that mindset, you might, this is where you post things that then are offensive and that's where you get into trouble. So if you're running an account and you're not at least putting that through the lens of I'm a global brand, what cultures follow us and what cultures are, could be offended by this. You're not, you got to do, that's just the job. And so I'm not here to talk about, you know, the, the, the the repercussions or anything like that. It's just, they got to be better. That's all. They got to be better about it. Be better. Be better people. Be better. Be better. So RIP, RIP, you've admins. I gotta, yeah. It's it's so not worth it to have a job in as an admin of any major brand that I not not enviable. He or she is gone, gone, fired immediately. Before I before I take off, like. Yeah, right, boys, to, 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 be, to be fair, nobody to be fair, nobody knows who the admin is. But yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. To, to be fair, um, but before I take off, I just want to say it, it is kind of cool that you've had turned over the keys to the Juve FC admin uh, role on Twitter to uh, Leonardo Bonucci. That, that is pretty cool of them, you know? Knew where you're going. It's pretty cool. It's going to be kind of awkward when they have to sell him again. That's the one thing. That's going to be awkward when they sell him for uh, yeah, Bonucci behind the keyboard for sure. Guaranteed, That's hilarious. Well, well, you can't say yeah. Sam didn't end with a bang. Now he's he's ready to he's yeah. ready to go now. Uh, no I'm sorry, way. boys. I gotta I gotta t- I gotta take off. But yeah, t- take it take it into the home stretch. Demiral predictions. Here's my one prediction. I think we're gonna win the title. I think Inter are. Uh, I think Inter are uh, Relegation. not gonna do trouble? anything this year. You're doing the trouble? No, I, yes, baby. No, I, I listen. I listen. Conte gone. Their two best players gone, and the fact that we have Allegri now to kind of restabilize the ship. I think we're we have to be title favorites. Look out for Milan. Um, I think Napoli under Spalletti will cruise into the top five and they'll push for Champions League again. I wouldn't be surprised. This is my last note. I think Roma are going to surprise a lot of people. I think Mourinho is going to quietly do a really good job, maybe even get into top three. We'll see how things go. Trouble. Um, are we doing the trouble, dude? No. Let's, I w- let's, 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 I make, wouldn't be shocked if Inter get out of the top five, if Atalanta maintain position in the Champions League. I think Roma might it, even is, sneak in with Milan and it'll, between, it'll be between Milan and Napoli. That's what the I think. The trouble is the, is the Super Cup and the Italian League and the... <laughs> And the Copa, then yeah, sure. No, okay, you know what I'm talking about. That's like, the treble. The real treble. No, the real treble. The Berlusconi, the trophy of the Berlusconi. <laughs> nah, right, man. I, I, who knows? You guys, every time that Italy's got like some sort of turmoil or whatever, that's when like things just click. Yeah, things just rise to the top. Milan was in Serie B in 2006, and by some whatever sheer stroke of luck, you know, or not targeted aggression, they made it back to Serie A and they they won the the Champions League that season. Yeah. They weren't supposed to be in Serie A. Yeah, well, they they, they got the, they appealed and obviously I think it held for Moscone. They weren't supposed to, yeah, so. so... the, let's, 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 before we go to predictions, people. before we go to predictions, let's talk about Demiral because I um, personally, I this one has been one that people have been lamenting, like it is the end of Juve, like we have lost our way, we are done as a team, the club is in turmoil because Demiral has been loaned out to Atalanta, and personally, I am not, I don't, I do not, I am not concerned. Listen, 
I said this towards the end of last year. I like him, but is he is he the amazing defender everybody wants him to make make him out to be? Is he like the best defender in the world? No, he makes a lot of mistakes and he has not stayed healthy. So I think it's fine that they're letting him walk. I, I think, yes, you don't want to be relying on, on older players for too long, but he's not, he's not, he's not, he's fourth in line. He's fourth in line for this, for the defense. Like he's not better than Bonucci, Chiellini and Delict. But there's also talk of so many injuries and he could have been, he, he could have been an important part. I, I don't share your, your opinion. Fortunately. I mean, I feel like, I feel like he had a big future. And again, he may come back. And I really hope that happens. But if he comes back, that means he didn't do well as a defender. But here's the thing. I, I like him, I said. I, like, I hope he has play, plays well. But everybody is talking about him like he's the ma- most amazing. I, I get the same kind of Caldara vibes from him. If Atalanta don't make the Champions League, they don't have money to pay for any of these bigger signings. Because Atalanta's doing well. But anything can happen, right? That's... That's a club that as much as I want them to succeed because I like really what they do, they're, one, they're two injuries away for, of starters from not from failing out. And that's not to say that if they make they, they won't make a Europa League, which is impressive for a club like Atalanta still. Like they're batting way above average. But I want to see like maybe two more years of consistency from them before I'm like, oh yeah, they're a surefire Champions League team forever and ever. They're not there yet. So, and so that's one that's one look at it. But on Demiral, you know, look, uh, my biggest concern is what's going to happen after Bonucci and Chiellini because there is going to be an end to them, right? We're surely not going to go cry outside the stadium when they retire or leave, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, somebody's got to replace them, and anything can wow. happen. You know, <laughs> yeah, like between now and then, some some other young defender might come up, and you know, we feel like he is a better fit than Demiral. Then maybe, but Demiral had the potential, but he still needed to be molded. I think Allegri could have been a good coach to do that. Alas. We, you know, he wanted out. I think if he didn't want out, I, I, I don't, I don't feel like Juventus would have pushed him out. But he wants to play. They tried to find a solution and made everybody happy. So yeah, that's you know, the thing. We'll he see. wants to play, right? Like, and and he's not going to play much. Like, he's just not. And then there is, I understand the concern around injuries and like it's tough because you do have these two stalwarts who are who just had the most amazing tournament of the summer. And they are older and they are injury prone. So yes, you, you want to have that reassurance. And I liked, like I said, I liked Emerald. It's just the hype around him right now that the fact that like, it's like, we're losing our, we're losing our entire defense. Like we still have Delict, and there's as good as Demerald has shown. He's also shown that equally he can be as bad. Like he's had very many games where he has been not good. And so I just want to some goals for sure. I just want to be to keep the expectations around this player, uh, like accurate. And I think he, I think you actually at, at, at Atalanta, if he doesn't shine, then like that's a real sign that he's not good. Because like, yeah, yeah, Gasparini gets 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 the most out of his players. So like, he's a great coach for for Demiral. And you look at what happened with Romero, and he's what what happens with him and Tot- at Tottenham is going to be really interesting. Um, but it, at the other end of the, of the spectrum is Caldara, and. 
Do you remember when when we sold him for Benucci and the the you know the turmoil and the 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 flares were out and people were ready, the pitchforks were were there. And where is he at now? He's being loaned to Venezia. Mm. He and Milan passed on him. Atalanta took him back. He didn't succeed there. Like it's it's not again. And I was convinced he was the next future of the Italian defense. I was convinced, and it didn't work, pan out. So it's just saying like Demiral has a, has a a path ahead of him it's does he go right or does he go left does he end up like Romero does he end up like Caldara and that's I, I don't think that either one has been confirmed yet and people are already seem to want to be like oh he's the next best thing yeah being the top level defender is hard it's hard man you have you have a lot of guys with potential that just flame out right so you have a bond now he was supposed to be the next guy he's flamed out it's not easy that's why you have Bonucci and Chiellini still for 10 years right so yeah we'll see yeah all right boys so so i do wish him the best minutes. i really do like, good yes, demiral demiral you know his 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 tackles were reckless but boy were they delicious it, I, it, I, and I, I i would buy into it too when he would do those big tackles and he got got the ball and took the defender out it's like that's so sad and, it, and it's it's also not the 90s anymore as much as we fantasize and, and glorify like montero and players like that you can't be that player anymore with with the refs you know seeing a touch and, and player comes, comes down, crashing down and, and it's a yellow. So, you know, maybe it's for good. Maybe we avoided a few, a few red cards that are, you know, important matches. So shout outs to him, shout outs to the country of Turkey going through a bad time with the, with the fires right now. Much love to them. It's, it's, a, and it's honestly, I love Turkey too. I love that place. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the yeah. Turkish people. I, I went to Istanbul once and I count down the days I can go back. It is a lovely, yeah. lovely place. Beautiful place. Any part of the city you can have a, a different experience. It's it's so oh, huge and it's, it's so spread out. It is one of the coolest places. I rank it in like my top ten favorite cities I've ever been. Awesome. Shout out to Istanbul. Yeah. It's a great the place. The ladies so, also <laughs> looking like it. Shout out to all the Turkish ladies. If you guys are listening, what's up? Very nice. And we can't wait visit. to get back to Turkey, smoke some hookah, drink some Rocky, and just <laughs> enjoy you, myself. Mate. Uh, we see this is a well-rounded crew over here. We got we got travelers and 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 you know aficionados. It's Matt sipping wine over here and um, but anyway, so so we got a couple of minutes left. Thank you, dudes, so much, and thank you, Sam. I know he's been, he's going to be listening. I think Sam is the only one who actually listens to the episode afterwards. <laughs> but um, um, so before we wrap up, uh, shout out to Patrick. I hate the sound of my own voice, so I have a hard time. I start listening. Yeah, I know. I know. Dude, try editing this thing, man. It's for for nearly eight years. I've been trying to just minimally edit this podcast because I am just so awful. And I and I admit it. I'm I've all you new new listeners. I am here for decoration. I'm the worst part of this podcast. So I'm glad that I have my my knowledgeable co-hosts with me. But speaking of awesome people, our listeners uh, over the last year, we made some we made some changes. We um uh we try to involve more of the listeners and we will have listeners on the podcast and we'll talk about it more when the when the season starts this was the soft opening um don't judge us too hard by this podcast we'll be back in strong form uh probably next week in about 10 days or so uh so shout out to all the listeners that we 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 gained over the last season including Patrick Van Camp. He's, a, he's my buddy, my co-Packers Packers fan. He's asking, what are the realistic goals for the season given all the inter-fiasco and Serie A changes? Let's do, let's do around the horn quickly, your predictions, and, um, and then, then I have another question from a listener. Yeah, I mean, so wrapping up kind of what, what Sam said too, I'll just, I'll just conclude it with like the top, what I think is going to be the top four. 
I think Juve are going to win the league. I think when we talk about who's gotten better and who's gotten worse, I think Juve's team, we talked about this last year, it was all about consistency, really. It wasn't necessarily like they didn't have skill. It was about consistency. And Allegri is the guy that will get you that consistency. I think Allegri alone gets you about eight to 10 points that you didn't get last year. And then when you think about Inter and what has happened with them, losing Hakimi, losing Conte is, is a decrease in points. And then if they go out and lose Lukaku, which I think they will, that's a further decrease in points. Even if they go and get a replacement in, with Zapata or whoever, they're not going to make up that difference. So right then and there, I think that that vaults Juve to the top. And then outside of that, I think Milan is in a good place because they kept most of their core. I think that was really just all they needed to do was really just keep the core, keep the team together. And if so, Mali steps up this year. Yeah, and they, they did lose Donnarumma, but they replaced him with a very good goalie. So I don't think that they're going to suffer. I think they'll be they'll I think they'll finish second. I like Atalanta to stay in mainly the same position they were they were in. Yes, they lost Romero and they lost um their what was the goalkeeper's name? Uh, no, no, no. They lose goalkeeper. Uh, whoever. But anyway, Gasparini's still there. Most of their core players are still there, and they're just great at finding talent. So I think they'll still be good. And to what Sam said. Because of Inter now losing Lukaku, I would have put Inter in the top four. Because of them losing Lukaku, I actually think the surprise pick will be Roma. I think Mourinho is gonna is gonna work his magic if Zaniolo stays healthy. I think Roma gets into the top four, but I, I think Mar- you're Mourinho, Mar- Mourinho is gonna add some so much so much banter. It's gonna be such a fun season. Just yeah. just with Mourinho being there, I, I listen. I, I don't enjoy it most of the time, but you can't deny that it will be entertaining. Too bad Conte left because that that that's that's something that you know people were looking forward to. You know those two going back and forth. And uh, as far Giovanni, as Champions League though, I we are not. I don't think we're. I think we can still make a like a decent run. I don't think we lose in the, the round of sixteen to Porto like we did. But I I we're not winning it. With so so Matt squad. Matt is part of the no treble crew. Myself and, and Giovanni, we, we're trouble all the way, baby. Yeah, man. Like, look. It's happening. I have one prediction. I predict that Juventus will compete on all fronts in every tournament that they're in. All the way. Because it's football, man. It's a fucking, it's a crapshoot. Chelsea, nobody gave them a chance in hell to win the Champions League. They did. It's true. Yeah. That's very true. So... You know, Allegri is back. The team last year on paper should have should have won another uh, um, Scudetto and should have competed in the Champions League more than they did. They they went out because of lack of consistency and discipline, and this coach is has got those things plenty in spades. So it's about maximizing this roster. It's about maximizing the talent. It's about making people rise to the top. I don't think any of us will complain. We make fun of, like, and I use, let me pick Bernardeschi because he's been the butt of jokes on Yuva Twitter for a year now. I don't think any of us is going to complain if all of a sudden this guy wakes up and plays and, and plays to the full potential of the talent we know he has, and he's a contributor for Juventus. And then none of us are talking about, oh, well, the transfer season and PSG got this guy and then this and that. 
It's not a thing. Danilo, one thing that Pirlo, we have to thank him, is that Danilo now is a valued contributor of Juventus, whereas before he was not. And wanted by other clubs too. And Exactly. So we've had a Rabiot that to me has been playing with the hand breaks. McKenny, for all that he's shown us, I think he has, he's got plenty of juice. And I think he's, he, can, he, he can express more. Alexandro, we just need him to go back to his first two years of consistency. I don't, I don't need more than what he's giving. I just don't want him to give any less. Now we'll see, right? We got to make sure that Ronaldo's happy, um, you know, and Dybala just needs to be Dybala. Like, the, this is the year. There is no other year. Like, you, you're, yeah. you're either the guy or you're not. And if you're not, man, then, you're not. you know, then you don't need to be at Juventus. You're not That's that it. guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. All right, so anyway, so last question. Thank you. Thank you, boys, um, for your replies. Uh, question from Anoush. Thank you so much. So um, real quickly, I do want to wrap this podcast up. I um, Question is, unless um, Max changes his style of play, unlikely, he says, are we going to be happy about winning with pragmatic football? How long will it be before we start getting frustrated with the style of football being played? I love Max, but I'd love to see some exciting football from you. Oh, and we're, we're going to see I, this. We're going to see this question I, like a million times. Do we have to answer this question? Because you don't have to. I, nah, I do need man, to. Sadly, I do. The not, there's not been one. <laughs> He's already getting pissed. <laughs> Giovanni's already getting frustrated. Oh, I'm on that one. <laughs> Listen, man, we, we we tried we tried fun football. It didn't work out. Am I okay with? Now bald, uh, Mad Max, going back to one zeros and and two zeros and and. But we uh, haven't watched one game of Juventus this season. Have you guys watched any of the games? I, I haven't. There's like one game. No, I haven't. I, I so I have no idea what Max Allegri is going to play now because what he played when he first started is different than what he played in his third year and the second year. And it's for, it I don't know. You, you think it's you think it's going to be? I mean, I guess we'll see. I have we'll no see. idea. He's going to play to win, and he's going to play not to get loaded with goals. I know that. Whether that looks good or not, let's be honest. When he like when we played all the way to get to the championship in Champions League in Cardiff, that was fun football. Then people complained the year after because it wasn't as much fun. We were winning, guys. Don't don't break my balls. You want to win or what? Because we've been doing, because we brought in Sarri and Pirlo for fun football. And I, in two years, I saw none. I saw none of it. So just stay off Twitter well, if you guys if, aren't if, happy. <laughs> if, anyone, um, if anyone who would disagree with that question, it would be you. So well, we really didn't need to hear from you because we, you know, we know how, we know how you feel about yeah. it. Allegri and, and understandable. I'm I'll take an ugly win over yeah over a beautiful loss any day and same you know, same we we watch I'm also not saying but but uh, but hear me out. I'm not even saying it's gonna be ugly. We just don't know what it's gonna look like. Yeah, it could be he could come back and all of a sudden it's like oh my god we're winning and playing beautiful football. I don't know. That's, At the end of the day, like, if we're winning, I don't care how we do it. Let's just win. Yeah. But at the same time, there will be games where it will be ugly. And those games will be great because we'll win them. And so Thank we don't, you. We don't lose you. to Benevento twice. 
We don't <laughs> thank you. We My don't God. drop a 90th uh, time Lazio. Like, yeah, those games will probably be ugly, but we'll win them. And then there will be games where we go out and we beat like a Porto three nothing for some reason. It'll be beautiful. Like there will be beautiful games. There will be <laughs> ugly games. At the end of the day, if we win, nobody will care. At least not for a while, because after last season and watching us lose, like lose games we shouldn't have. I'm. I just. I don't care. Just win. Just win, baby. It's, yeah, like like as Al Davis run. said, just win, baby, win. Like like Giovanni said, you know, people who will complain about it are people twerking for likes and and people who just want to be seen in the Twitter universe. And for for a casual viewer, for a person who sits down, watches the game, analyzes, maybe maybe watches like a like a post show or whatever, they'll be happy with a win and they'll move on with their lives. And you know, this is just two different footballs now. It's football and social media. Are you saying something outrageous? Are you are you upset about something? And there's people who just well, you know watch the game, and I think I think this year I will take a break from social media a little bit and and kind of enjoy the games and and not not get confused with outside opinions and stuff like that. Obviously, with you know with with our podcast, it's it's, it's a little difficult, but we will try to keep it um, unfiltered, right? Uh, I'm really looking forward to recording with you guys this this season. Uh, check out our merch during giants.com. There's awesome stickers from Colosimo um, celebrating the Italy win. There's Jorginho and Donnarumma left. Apparently, Juve fans don't really like Jorginho or Donnarumma because Bonucci and Chiesa got sold out within a week. Um, shout outs to Colo- Colosimo. Please go follow him on Instagram. His, his account got closed. Uh, there's just going to be a ton of stuff to talk about. Please come back chat with us it's going to be it's going to be fun we're like i said we're going to introduce youtube and and you guys and and we'll we'll have we'll have fun this season so uh like i said don't judge us by this episode this was was this was like two week two months in the making so we we we're a little rusty that's yeah. for you guys for listening to us we love you we really do um welcome back giovanni matt sam i hope you had fun in your hot yoga you sexy man you um yeah Check us out, follow us, retweet us. We all love you. Forza Juve. Forza Juve. As he takes away. <laughs> <laughs>